Hey, welcome back, friends. We have a, another opportunity to get a few words with Dr. Cousins, our friend. And uh, it's going to be an interesting discussion today for a few minutes about changing the insanity in the world and what can bring it back to normal. to be totally relevant to your life. At the Let's go talk to Dr. Cousins and welcome, Gabriel. Nice to see you. Thank you, Richard. I'm very happy to be here. I greet you all with love and respect and uh, spiritual joy. And so we usually dance to get that spiritual joy going because that kind of connects us to the wholeness of what life is about because it comes from within. So first I start with a little prayer merging the heart and the mind. Amen. Merging the heart and the mind. That's what's needed in the world today. So, let's do a little dancing. And then we'll come into a little discussion. And it's good that everybody should try to dance. Okay.
now just a touch of meditation. We get in touch with that inner spiritual joy. Just focus on my eyes. And now in the meditation. No, it's only come out of meditation. And let's begin our talk. Let me just get something here. Okay. Most everybody has noticed that the world is a little bit out of balance. We have Ukraine and Russia. We have people migrating, a few million people migrating out of Afghanistan into Pakistan. And everybody being upset about that. We have tribal wars in Sudan that are pretty, very intense. Was again hundreds of thousands of people being killed. We have the war in Gaza, okay, and we have civil unrest in France and Germany, and with the farmers in Amsterdam. It's like it's all over the place. So what is this it's? What are we talking about? We're talking about a general unrest. And that's this happening in the world. People are unhappy and people are angry. 
And even in Norway, people got upset because they've made some social changes and people aren't getting quite as much money with their social changes and the state can't afford it. You know? So, what's going on? And so it brings me to the topic of not only what's going on, which is deep unrest at a lot of levels, <clears throat> but more important, how do we go about pulling ourselves out of this into a higher realm of being and of acting? That's really what, what the question is. I don't need a necessarily diagnosis, but what we're looking at is kind of a bigger picture. Thing. What are we doing? And what can we do? Now, Einstein once said, if you do the same thing repeatedly and get the same result repeatedly and a result that you don't want, that's a form of craziness. I'm paraphrasing just a little bit. And somehow, in the world, we keep doing the same things. So, so we're not thinking right. And we can look at it on multiple levels to what I call whole person healing, which is kind of a, a way I do when I'm working with people. It's not the same thing as a whole person, as holistic health. It's a little bit broader. Yeah, well, yeah we do include your vitamins and minerals and your diet because they do affect your mind. You know, when you kill an animal, you know, it has a lot of misery, much more than a plant does, and a lot of agitation. We eat that flesh of that animal. Yeah, that agitation goes into us. That really does happen. And it creates, it affects our mind. And the fear comes into us. It affects your mind. So, we're looking at, well, what's the best diet for, for you know, strength, longevity, clarity of mind? And, you know, I've come across what I've been doing for 50 years is an organic, because the pesticides, herbicides are poisons that agitate your mind. Vegan, meaning no death. You're not taking the energy of death. You know, look at our world today. It's overwhelmed with the energy of death. But when you're eating animals, what are you doing? You're taking the energy of death. Okay. So fasting is a way of cleaning out some of the energy of death to you know, clear it out. And having a diet that doesn't have any death in it. That's what we call a plant-based diet. Okay, so that's that's one level of clearing up. And I also know, as I work as a family therapist and psychiatrist as well, uh, orthomolecular, is that uh, what we eat affects our mind, what we think affects our mind as well. But staying with what we eat, when we're taking all these toxins in, um, we're at, and, and the fat of animals has... 96% of all the kind of toxins that we're getting in our environment in terms of food, um, 
You want to minimize that so you have a better functioning mind. So your neurotransmitters are being released in a balanced way. Okay, it's not a question of just take this and you create this one neurotransmitter, serotonin, and depression will go away. It doesn't. The proof is, the research shows that doesn't work. What we're talking about is balancing the brain chemistry. Okay, so diet's one. The second thing is physical activity. Now, don't take it personally, but your brain is shrinking 1% per year. Huh. This is not so good. And what helps that? Fasting. Green juice fasting helps it, which is just something I do because it does really help it. it. Helps the brain grow, literally stimulates brain growth. And people used to think brains can't grow. Yes, they can. It's proven that they can. That's a starter point. But also... When we exercise, it actually stimulates brain growth. Well, your brain's growing. It's going to function better. Yeah. And when you're moving and exercising, everything works better. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Then we have, you know, a variety of practices throughout the world. Qi Gong, Tai Chi, different levels of uh, yoga uh, that people practice. Breathing exercises that are very calming and, and um, again, bringing and activating the neurotransmitters. So that's another level. We, in other words, we're increasing a, the physical life force. So, again, everything functions better. Now, what happens when things function better? Our mind works better. That's what happens. So another thing that happens is service and charity. Because when you're serving people, there's a hard connection. And what we're seeing today is people are making decisions, the, quote, leaders, let's say the people are in political uh, power, so we'll call political leaders, not spiritual leaders, not holistic leaders, not uh, mature leaders, the people in political power. And they don't have that connection of service except for themselves. So we're not getting the heart connection that happens when you're really in service, when you really care, when you're really doing humanitarian work. So one of the things that really helps is people begin to do service that it's not necessarily a direct benefit financially to them, but it's a benefit to the world. The fourth is having mentors that can help you begin to wake up. You know, we don't know everything, and neither do the mentors, but they're usually mentors because they've been around a little bit longer, they've made more mistakes, and so they can tell you what mistakes not to make and so forth. The fifth level is meditating. Now, meditating also has been shown to expand the brain. It activates neurotropic factor. So literally, you get calmer and more peaceful, and the research shows literally that you can be up to like seven, 
if if you're meditating uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day um, for five years, you can be as, as much as seven years younger physiologically. Well, that's pretty good. So meditating also calms the mind, expands the consciousness, helps you feel connected to the oneness of consciousness in the world and really in the universe. Okay? So that's another thing that's very, very important. And, and that and contemplation, but meditation, gets you in touch with the internal spiritual joy. When you're feeling that internal spiritual joy, you don't really need to create calamities outside of yourself where you're acting on people and getting a short-term high, which some of these people do, from doing evil things. Okay? Uh, and hurtful things. And the final thing is, is just the awakening of the spiritual energy and sustaining it. Now we go a little further, what I call sevenfold peace, peace with the body, which we talked about, peace with the mind, which we talked about, and we talk about peace with the family. It's like having peace with the family often takes a little bit of work, it takes some intention, and what we see is we're not at peace with the family of humanity. People are consistently in conflict with each other. You know, we learn those dysfunctional patterns from our families of origin, so we need to heal some of those. Now, working in the world, we have a chance to heal family of origin, but the other way around is we have to, it's very useful to do work on your own family to heal relationship issues and ultimately relationship with the family of humanity. So that's another part of it. Another part is relationship with the community. And again, we have these different communities or nations having trouble, people having trouble being in relationship to their nation. That's what we're talking about with all these different things going on. You know, where the farmers are protesting in Europe and so forth. And, you know, the leaders are not paying attention to the farmers' needs. and It goes on and on, okay? Um, and, and so there needs to be a way of relating to the community at whole that brings oneness. This is one of the big struggles that's going on. And if you don't have all the other things I'm talking about, it's really hard to have a healthy relationship with the community. Okay? And then there's relationship with, I'm going to say, the earth people, the, basically the rock people, as we talk about it with the Native American Omataki Asad, all my relations to rock people, the plant people, the uh, walking and swimming ones, and the talking ones who, who know history and have history and so forth. So it's operating to, to everyone in the world in all those four levels. That really begins to kind of get us much more connected to every aspect of worldly life. And then I call it spiritual ecology. I don't mean ecology, I mean spiritual ecology. What does that mean? It means when we see we are a living part of the living planet. 
that we're not separate. We're not acting on the planet. We're not saving the ecology. We are the ecology. And as we treat ourselves in a, you know, <clears throat> awake, ecological way, it shifts things. And finally, our relationship with the Dios, with God. When we put all those things together, our minds begin to get clearer and we're able to make uh, more uh, better decisions, let's say, that bring us into alignment with all of creation and with the field of unbroken consciousness. And that actually is the you know the, the overall solution to that. Now we may say, "Oh, it's beyond hope." Well, not not really. Um, at the time of Noah, we actually had Hamas. Now, Hamas, the, the word Hamas at that point meant chaos and violence and hatefulness. Okay, and we haven't really resolved that, obviously. And uh, I'm not sure why the current Hamas picked that name, but okay, that's what they're playing out. But our job is to go beyond that. Our job is to slowly, slowly create a way of life that includes everybody in the oneness. Uh, now, the scenes talked about this pretty optimistically a few thousand years ago when they actually said, made a prophecy, that in... Uh, 2025 in the spring, we would begin the transition to the thousand years of peace, which means a shift in consciousness. And they talk about it as being a 50 year transition into the thousand years of peace. So, piece by piece, so to speak, not to make a pun, we're looking at making that transition internally and externally, creating a body and mind that's working well enough that we can make you know, uh, uh, attuned uh, decisions that uplift all of humanity. So this is kind of, this is a formula that's not my formula, you know, but it's a formula that people have been talking about for thousands of years Humanity's a little slow in the process, but if we, but the traumas that we're going through now may put us in more readiness to really move into that transition of fifty years and ultimately the thousand years of peace. So. That's really what we're offering. It's really what we're talking about. It's, it's a vision that we can attain. It's a vision we can make happen by choosing to participate on every level that we're talking about. We're not talking about one thing. We're not talking about political peace. We're talking about peace at every level of our being, including building our brains, literally, expanding the size of our brain and the thinking power of our brain. Literally, we can do this. We know we can do this. It's proven. So that's the good news. Oh, but it takes a little bit of work. Okay. But 
Why not? What else is there that's any better? Richard, I just want to know if you feel like any comment about this. Um, I know that uh, you, you may not feel like speaking too much today, according to your feeling, and not feeling so good, but I just want to give you a chance in case you wanted to say something. Um, Richard dropped off, apparently, so I'm going to try and get him back. Okay, but we don't want to push him. You know, I know he's not feeling well. Okay. Um, yeah, stand by. Okay. So, but I'll keep talking. So I'll, I'll talk by. Okay? And so really what I am talking about is a willingness to jump into the unknown. A willingness to really consider that we can wake people up, we can defeat the dark forces that are working hard to bring us down to a lower level of consciousness. And that's a very, uh, it's optimistic, but I think it's really, really something that we can do. But it's one step at a time, and being very kind of focused on this multifaceted approach that helps us improve ourselves on every level of our being. Dr. Cousins, uh, Richard, I just talked to him, and he's not going to be able to join us today. Okay, fine. That's fine. Thanks, Doug. So that is what we're, we're going for. You know, which is, you know, people have been talking about peace on earth. But peace on earth needs to start with peace within. And that peace within, which I just talked about, the six foundations and sevenfold peace, okay, is a way to build the inner peace that connects us to the outer peace that's always there. Uh, and it's a world, way of building with spiritual joy. It starts internally, but then moves externally. That's the good news, is we have real choices. I'm going to say, the world is as you see it, the world is as you believe it to be. And if we see the world only as violence, difficulty, and terrorism, it's, uh, it's hard to move to a world of divine sound and divine love and divine light. Okay? It just, it's not so easy. Okay? So our work is how do we transition ourselves and simultaneously begin to transition the world to going to a higher plane of cosmic consciousness. Now one of the things is one step at a time. And uh, at first, when I read the prophecy of the scenes, it was like, oh, this is a 50-year project. I mean, it's really been 3,300-year project, but a 50-year project from the cycle in 2025. It's like, wow, that seems so. But knowing the human condition, that's actually pretty fast. But it's the willingness to jump in and do it to actually work on yourself on all those levels, 
And that's what I call whole person healing. Okay? It isn't just about your physical health or even your mental health. It's like we become the world. And so it's the whole person as the unique divine being of the world. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting. We're going to have different things coming our way uh, that may shift, shift, shift things for us. And I don't want to pretend it's that easy because I don't think it is. Um, uh, but even that gets in the way. So let's not make it easy or hard. Let's just do it. And have the intention, not the goal, but the intention to make this really happen for us. Now, I do a variety of things. Uh, Richard isn't here. I'll just add a few things here um, to help people do that. You know, I actually have whole person healings. I work as a physician of the soul in that way to, to, to work on every level with people. Okay? Um, and that's one way. Another la- layer is the interactive layers that we have with each other. How do we, how do we learn to interact to bring a higher consciousness? So, that's another really, really important way. And how do we interact with our world and the divine essence that's scintillating behind the physical world? And that is a lot of fun to explore. So I actually, as I say, have the whole person healings. We have spiritual fasting retreats, which are a little bit different than a fasting retreat because we're meditating twice a day and having these kinds of discussions how do we elevate our consciousness into the oneness consciousness? I have a, a course called the Zero Point, which helps us uh, delete our negative thought forms. So we may have been carrying for lifetimes, but we we show you how to delete that, to, to just dissolve their negative thought forms, which would keep us from being, you know, the, the, the optimum that we can be. We even have conscious eating classes um, to really help people wake up in that way. Um, as well as those are retreats, as well as weekly programs uh, in different places around the world. We have a Brazil one, we have a seed one, we have a European hour, we um, and we also have a spiritual nutrition hour where people ask spiritual nutrition questions. That's on Thursdays at 5.30, 6.30 Israel time. And then also from 7 to 8.30 on Thursdays, we have Alive and Liberated. You know, it's like, how do we become fully alive? So these are all empowering things. It isn't just like, if you think about it, it happens. It requires work, it requires some training, it requires some some experiential discussions and so forth like that. And all of these things really help. Uh, and teaching people how to meditate 
and the awakening of what we call the Kundalini or the Ruach which is the uh, Kundalini is dis- uh, more described in the Eastern tradition. Um, and that power was passed on to me to, to help do that. And that's, again, the next step of the awakening of consciousness, which is what this is all about. So the idea is to find someone, I'm going to just mention what we're doing, you know, find supportive groups and keep the vision where we're integrating the heart and mind into the oneness uh, because we can do it. And we will do it. So with that in mind, may everybody dance into the spiritual joy of who we are. May peace be with you. And thank you for joining us. And thank you, Richard, for making it through the first few minutes with us. And may you feel better. And thank you, Doug, for setting this up and making this happen. Peace be with everyone. Aho, Amen, Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti.